Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history? Question mark? No, it's not. It's not a question. It's true, everybody. It's very true. Episode number 944. 9XLIV, I think. Is there a, a... Oh, I'm Joan Egron, along with Executive Moonbeam Amy. Hello. Hello. You're going to ask me about Roman numerals? I don't know the answer. No, I was going to ask you, is it possible that... No, I know XLIV is, is 44. Oh, okay. I'm that... Because... I think it, you also knew not to ask me about that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I did. I didn't. But I wasn't going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you, is there a such thing as a special anniversary episode for 950? Are we like seven episodes or six episodes away from something important? Or is that like nothing? I think it's important if that's where you stop. <laughs> well, we're not going to stop there. So. Okay. Then no, it's nothing. I mean, it's you're number one at being nine, number 950, but... There is no one else. I mean, you can... Yes, no, it's a special anniversary send gifts. Oh, okay. In $950 increments. I just didn't know if it was that or we have to wait for a whole year for another 50 episodes and then... It's something important. It depends on if you're counting it in episodes or in years. Hmm. No, because... uh, Okay, maybe. But if you're counting it, we could do both because when we hit Mm 1,000, that's different than when we hit 20 years. Yes. So we're going to do both. So what's 950? How many years is that? Nothing. I'm joking. It's nothing. I know. I'm just saying. It would be 948 and that would be... Oh, wait. I made that up. That's not even real. Mm -mm. No, not at all. I don't know math with with the uh, years or weeks. I don't know that. Okay, I thought this was a planned gimmick. No, I was just curious. I was making a joke about nine fifty being important, and I just wanted to see if you, what you would say. It can, it can be if you want important. it to be. So, so we got let's see, fifty two times seventeen. So it's way past that. Fifty two times eighteen. Wow. So we hit the 18th year at episode 936. So like wow. months ago. So we're in year 19 then? Oh my, that can't, that's right. Because, yeah, because we started in 2005 and it's 2023. Oh my God. Rapes. So that's, yeah. That's... So yeah, we've already entered the eight, the 19th year now. And I didn't even know it. Wow. Good God. Yeah, that's... So, yeah, we should have celebrated at 9.36. So we missed it. Happy belated. So 9.36 plus 52. So at 9.88, we'll be on our 20th year. Wow. But then that has to go all the way to the end before we celebrate 20 years? Yeah, because then, then we have to be in the year 2025. I don't. So I we can celebrate know. 9.88, 1,000. And then, let's see, 52, and then 1040. There are three big celebrations we can have. Every day is your birthday. Yeah. Every day is a birthday. <laughs> wow. This is crazy. So uh, if you want to celebrate with us, uh, join me on Threads. You can follow us both on Threads yeah. now. Because yep. Twitter is a pile of Nazi garbage. <laughs> so I just kind of cast it aside and... Um, I am. I'm sure on there. threads will be at some point. Yeah, I'm. But as oh, of today is not. Oh, of course it would be. But but this, you know, I'd rather be there than here, here mm-hmm. than there. Um, follow me on threads uh, at. Is it at? I don't, I don't know. know. Joan Agron twenty three. That's all I know. 
Do you want him to follow you? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what my thing is, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> follow him. I was trying to and help And then you'll you. find me. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wait, okay. Smart Wrestling Fan on Threads, too, or no? I didn't want to make a, a, a wrestling. I wanted to do I wanted to do my thing where I talk about wrestling and video games. and Gotcha. Food, Sesame Street, the pets. Okay. Random things, sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Punching sociopaths, punching Nazis, like okay. stuff like that. I wanted to do punching billionaires. Yeah. Mind about other things. So yeah, but well, yeah. here's find the thing. Joe, and then you can find me. I can open up the separate threads, the the counter to the uh, our Instagram account for mm-hmm. smart wrestling fans. So I can do that. Yeah, I just don't want to. Ba- here's the problem: you can't do threads yet on maybe ever on a computer. Right. You can only do it on your phone. So I don't want to be switching accounts. That sounds like a pain in the butt. That seems very difficult. It is, though. <laughs> okay. And then I have to remember. Who are which, you, Larry? Yeah. No, Larry doesn't even know what threatens. What do you mean? Some kind of new clothes? Yeah. That's Larry. What are you yeah. talking about? Some you kind of clothing? It? Yeah. Did he? Larry sent me an email and I forgot to download it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm, okay, I'll just download it. But but hopefully it won't start auto-playing now. Well, then Let's you just auto-turn it off. Save. Save like he, he always sends you stuff like weeks in advance and is like, don't, don't open it until yeah. Christmas or whatever. And this time he, he sent can't it, just schedule a month it late yeah. as well. But anyway, welcome to the program, everyone. We're going to talk about wrestling this week. It's the first week we've had in a while that there wasn't a pay-per-view. So that's yeah. good. And then, I, and then we say that. And then when we're watching Collision, they're like, oh, by the way, Battle of the Belts is next week. So there's six hours of AEW next week without a pay-per-view. Come, please, please stop. Yeah. It's too much. Too much, man. I love most wrestling. I'll yeah. even say that, most. And I love AEW mm-hmm. most of the time. But I don't want six hours of it a week on a non-pay-per-view week. Do you? Does anyone? No, but it's a one-off. It's not like it's every week. But it's a one-off and then it's this and then it's that. And then it was two pay-per-views in, a, in, in two months because of Forbidden Door. It's just a lot. That's all. I think my wine turned. That's not good. It's very vinegary. Oh. Is this new? This is that one that we had them pull the bottles out of the back for me. Oh, so you think they're, they're bad? No, I think that just because I had it open too long. Oh, okay. Smart wine fan. There you go. Still going to drink it. Wouldn't it be smart sommelier fan? Or is that... No, because I'm not sommelier. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about wrestling this week. But we have what? That's bad. Oh, that's bad. That's no good. Mm. I thought it smelled bad. Just now? Today? Yeah. When when when, When we closed the door of the studio, all I could smell was like a strong, terrible smell. It's like a vinegary... Yeah, it doesn't smell great. So I, I thought it was just me. Well, now we're trapped in here with it for the That's duration of the good. show. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's do some news or stuff before we do the the uh, the shows, the wrestling okay. reviews. But first, I want to tell people um, to visit us on Patreon. Not just on Threads, but on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Smart Wrestling Fan and become a patron of the show. You can join us and, and, and stuff and things. Let us know. I want you to... I want you to follow us on threads and become a patron. And then once you do, I want you to tell us on the Patreon page what you want from Smart Wrestling Fan. Do you want more episodes about New Japan? Do you want more episodes about 
some other wrestling we're not covering? Do you want us to cover other things that aren't wrestling? Do you want to see other things that aren't wrestling during this show? Do you want to have um, a cake and eat it too? Just let us know what you want. And uh, I'm not saying we can do any of that. I'm saying we want, to get the, we want to get your feedback. Yeah. So if you have a good idea, maybe we'll run with it. And, and we will not bad idea, you at all. We'll try not to laugh at it, but we might laugh a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, do that. Um, but become a patron today. Okay, let's do some news. All right. We have the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw, 1.8 million viewers. That's about right. Uh, SmackDown Live, another 2.5 million. Two weeks in a row. Wow. Nice. Dynamite, 855,000. So that's back up. Um, collision. Oh, co- poor collision. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is this is not good. Um, dogs Wait. barking into the microphone. Yeah, I know. Um, 452,000. We went oh, from... Sh- Dynamite numbers the first week in the 800,000s to falling the second week to just the getting demolished the third week. 452,000. Yeah, that's... You know, last week, the week before this this mm-hmm. past Rampage, Rampage had that number. But that's because it's only an hour-long show. And this that's, is supposed to be the, you know, CM Punk draw show. Right, so you can blame it on... The rain? Yeah, you can blame it on the stars that didn't shine that night. Mm. But whatever you do, don't put the blame on Pooh because this is, um, you can say Saturday night, that's bad. You can say holiday weekend, that's bad. Summer, that's bad. But this is supposed to be the golden child CM Punk. The golden old man CM Punk. Golden oldie. Golden oldie, yeah. And I don't know. So I don't know what the excuse is. I, yeah, I, it's, I think it's all the combination of stooges. I think it's what I've been saying. You can't not put your stars on an episode. You can't. Right. You can't have these three separate shows, Rampage, Dynamite, and Collision, and then just go, we're only going to put the stars on Dynamite, except for Punk. And everybody else, they'll just watch for Punk, and then we can put all Punk's friends and the, and the, the problem people on Saturday nights. It's not working. No. And I know we're only three weeks in. That's fine. But there shouldn't and be that much drop off in three weeks. No. So it And should, in the middle of a tournament. It should go back up this next this next episode, but we'll see. Um but anyway, NXT five hundred eight thousand viewers, that's a record low. Hmm. Five hundred eight thousand on USA Network. That's no in the in the middle of the week. It's hard to watch. At eight PM. It's painful. That show... It's harder to listen to. It's hard to listen to thanks to Booker T. Yeah. It's hard to listen to thanks to some of the green... I'm not going to be mean. Some of the green wrestlers on there. Not going to say who. Okay. I'm embarrass them, even though I should. It's 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 difficult. It's a tough show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a shame. But, yeah, 508,000. I understand, though. It was on the 4th of July. They weren't going to get many viewers. Yeah. Lucy's very upset about I know. NXT. She's not happy about NXT. She hates the um, the commentary of Booker T because he is terrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rampage, 368,000 viewers. So that's back down again, but whatever. That's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what happens with Battle of the Belts and the number that gets. So Yeah, because I think people are just going to tap out generally. It, it's, you don't... Some people don't want the the rest. I understand. Listen, it sounds exciting. Oh, wrestling's back on Saturday nights. 
until you have to sit there for two hours and then they want you to sit there for three hours this right. this coming weekend. So it's tough. And again, I'm saying this from a perspective of I want to watch AEW, but this is a lot. That's all. It is. Uh, news, bits and rumors. Not much to talk about here. Um, Wheeler Yuta torn hamstring. Ow. So hopefully he's not out of blood and guts. Hopefully oh, it's just, yeah, because we already have two spots that aren't even there. Side, yeah. Excuse me. Thanks to no Brian Danielson and um, the elite need, need, you know, oh, and no uh, Eddie Kingston because of the G1. Oh, so that's we need, right. We need two people. We're going to find out who they are. I personally think that they're Kota Ibushi and Jericho, but I could be wrong. And I thought this before Don Callis talked to Jericho. Got it. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's uh, hopefully Wheeler can just, um, you know, just wrestle through the pain. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, well, it's blood and guts. I was going to say it's a multi-person, but it doesn't matter because it's blood and guts. That's the thing. Right. Um, isn't that how um, Ortiz went out? Or was it Santana? Santana. We haven't seen him in like years. Oh, yeah. It feels like. Maybe it's been a year, but it's been too long. Forget about those guys. Yeah. Yeah, because injuries wreck wreck uh wreck tag teams big time. Um also the oh, more Saudi Arabia. Blood Money 16 or whatever it is is on November 4th. Hmm. Oh boy. So I don't know what pay-per-view that is. I wonder if it's going to be just called Crown Jewel again. Not Survivor Series. I think that's the end of November. That's near near closer to Thanksgiving, I think. Um, and then Fast Lanes in October. So, yeah, that, that might just be called Crown Jewel. I'm not sure. And then, um, ooh, this is more, this is not good. Um, and this should um, show us whether or not it's because of the bloodline or because of Fox. Mm-hmm. Because because of Fox, the difference, okay, so let's just say compared to like Dynamite. Dynamite's on TNT or TBS or, you know, those stations. Mm-hmm. Um, the AW shows are on that that family of stations. But that is cable TV. When you're on network TV where you could use a, like a, an antenna and just get that channel for free, mm-hmm. like NBC, ABC, CBS, CBS, and Fox, you have a huge advantage and you're in more households. Right. Well, we're going to find out again. Is it the bloodline? That's getting these big numbers for SmackDown. Is it Roman Reigns or is it the fact that they're just on Fox? Because July 21st, SmackDown, FS1. Oh. So if they pull an 800,000 rating, 800,000 people, that's bad. 1.1 million is bad. But if you're somebody who relies on your antenna, maybe you don't have access to FS1. Understand. But I'm saying, I'm not saying the antenna people are like everybody because it's, it's, it's actually more, way more than you think. That mm-hmm. go out and buy an HD antenna. It's, it's um, you get actually a lot, a lot of channels on mm-hmm. that, and you get them for nothing. Um, but I'm not saying it's all the antenna people. I'm saying it's just, in theory, this bloodline stuff is that good that you should want to seek this out. Right. So you should be able to just turn the channel. And FS1 and it isn't a lot of homes. It's obviously not as many as Fox. Not even close. Um. But I don't think that they should drop like more than half their number. If they're getting right. two and a half million, I still think they should get like a 1.8 million people. But I, I just, I don't know. So this will be the test. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out. 
if WWE is hot right now and people will turn the channel to find it, or if people are creatures of habit and a lot of these numbers are phony baloney. Right. So we'll see. But that's your news. Um, I can't think of anything else to talk about right now or report on. I'm trying to think if there's anything last minute. But let's just talk about wrestling this week. Let's start with Dynamite, I believe. Yes, you're correct. AEW Dynamite from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh. We start with a blind eliminator tournament match. It's Keith Lee and Swerve versus Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. So we start doing these matches and we don't even have brackets. And I finally put it together. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is blind. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just the, the, the random draws. It's it's a blind tournament. You don't know what's next. That's That's... that's Sounds dumb, but it's fine considering that there's two other tournaments going on at the same time. Yeah. At least this one's different. That's true. I don't love it. It doesn't feel great, but mm, whatever. I get the concept. Moments ago, Renee Paquette was with Keith Lee and Orange Cassidy. And Darby interrupts and he says to Keith Lee, I know you're feeling lost in the shuffle. Pull your head out of your behind. Whoa. Um. So we'll see if that was like a little tough love motivational speech yeah. for Keith or if this is, you know, going to be some kind of healy. I wasn't sure if, if Keith Lee was turning heel there. I yeah, wasn't it was sure just if he was mad at that. But, yeah. But no, it looks like um, it's just for this one match. Yeah. Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen out first. Um, and then the Mogul Affiliates Embassy Swerve. Oh, my God. So the, Like, okay, what so, names? I don't understand. So it's Mogul, it's Mogul Embassy, mm-hmm. and the freaking Tron still says Affiliates. Like, this yeah. is WCW, and they just forgot. Yeah. They come out, and then Keith Lee comes out. Um, Darby slaps Keith, and Darby gets thrown to the moon. Yeah. Uh, he gets... What a beal. It's Keith, pretty great. Yeah, it is. Keith and Swerve seem to work together fine. Um at least at this point, there doesn't seem to be any issue at all. Yeah. Darby gets out um, and put oh put and trapped under the stairs, and Keith oh. walks up the stairs oh, while carrying Orange Cassidy. Oh my so god, that's great. That's just pain. Darby yeah. just he always asked for these dumb spots where he could easily get hurt. Yeah. So the spots oh, wow. between Keith and Orange Cassidy are great. Um, mm-hmm. A slow counting ref gets an, a UF'd up chant. Because well, the match should have ended. <laughs> Swerve accidentally kicks Lee. Last Supper to Swerve. Oh, of course. Uh, Alan and Cassidy move on to face someone and someone else. Who yep. knows? We don't even know at this Alan point. Alan and Lee and Cassidy all fist bump. Okay, so no heel, no heel turn by Keith Lee. No. Also, they're still friends. And Keith Lee looked at Darby like, okay, you actually helped me. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, because that was and the best Keith has looked in a match in, in months. months and yeah. months yeah. since he's come back. Yeah. So, yep. Trios match up next. Um, but first we get a Nick Wayne video package. Oh, Nick Wayne's going to be here Buddy next Buddy Wayne's week. kid and he's That's Darby right. Allen's friend. He's just the, he's that wrestler that wrestles in Defy that he was wrestling when he was like 15 years old. Oh, okay. So, yeah. He was wrestling super underage in that company and then... TK said, okay, when you turn 18, we, you can wrestle immediately. Nice. So he just turned 18, and he has a match next week already. Very good. So there you go. We get a recap of last week's Jack Perry and Hook stuff. Tony Schiavone uh, in the garage? I guess. Oh, in the parking structure, I guess. Yeah. As um, Jack Perry pulls up. 
and Jack Pierce says he's not some thug from New York. If Hook wants to handle this, they'll have to handle it in the ring like professionals. And he's going to go talk to Tony Khan about an FTW title match. Ooh, okay. Which is interesting considering last week he said it wasn't even a real title. I but, know. Okay. But now he wants but, it. Because yeah, he's a heel. He had Whatever. claimed that in 2023 he was going to get gold. So that might be right. the only gold he can get. Yeah. And then Hook pops up out of nowhere and attacks. <laughs> and Jack jumps back into the SUV and escapes. Okay. So, so that's just the whole thing. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I don't mind it. Video package of MJF and Cole's weekend shenanigans. It's gym stuff and Cole texts instead of spotting MJF. And uh, MJF makes fat jokes and then Cole scolds him. But then Cole's like, you know, what we, you know, what he has, what. We, He's like, you know who that guy reminds th- that's me right, of? That's right. That's right. And they, and they, say they both at the say same Shivani. time. Tony yeah. Schiavone. And then. They both laugh. Yes. But then Cole like stares off into the distance like he realized he just became MJF in that moment. Because he's disgusted that they have anything in common. Yes. But they definitely have hating Tony in common. So this is not good. Yeah. This no, is a not. toxic this is a toxic start to Adam Cole's career being in a relationship with of any kind with MJF. Yeah. Um and then Cole is doing he he's lifting weights and First of all, he doesn't even need MJF to spot him, but he outlifts MJF completely, and MJF is legitimately impressed. Yes, so. he can't believe that that little guy, yeah. who he made fun of his body and said, you're so small, he couldn't believe he could lift to that much How weight. How strong he which, was, yeah. Can he lift that much weight in real life? Probably not. I'm sure he can. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he can. I don't know about that. <clears throat> Trio's match time, <coughs> excuse me, acclaimed out with Daddy Ass versus Art no, Ring. you no. mean Papa Butt? Papa Butt, as sign? the sign said. Oh, oh that was my great. God, that was awesome. Papa Butt. Papa Butt sign. Already in the ring, Bollywood Boys and The Blade. That's oh a pairing. God, did, were they in the blind eliminator? I think so. Oh, they geez. at least got put in the randomizer. Wow. Scissor Me Timbers matches. And te- Tess oh, yeah. calls it Shiver Me Timbers because, yeah. you know. Matches mostly during the commercial, mic drop and the acclaimed and daddy ass potty, Papa Butt. That was win. nothing. Why even bring yeah. the Bollywood boys to debut? They wrestled before on Rampage and Dark and all that stuff, but why even bring them on Dynamite if you're just going to squish them like that? I know. And as the, the victor's scissor, Harley interrupts via Tron, and she made them a video, and she'll show it next week. Okay. And then daddy ass on the mic says, Papa Butt. Because, you know, he's... <laughs> original yes earlier today eddie kingston defeated kenta and won the new japan strong open weight title so that's awesome yeah that's very cool he beat kenta and um that's awesome mm-hmm. so at the same show that willow lost her never title that's, so true. that's sad but whatever moxley strong video package title, whatever it was yes. yes um his stitches or staples or whatever they are look nasty not good and he tells eddie to answer his phone yeah well i I think Eddie's in Japan and they're on like different time zones. That's true. He's probably not going to answer his phone. And plus that those roaming minutes. Yeah. It's very expensive and he's got to sleep. Yeah. Um, Renee, I'm guessing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not Renew. Yeah. Renee in the back with RJ City. Matt Hardy in a bingo ball grabber thing. (laughs) What's it called? Uh, um, It's called the hopper. I like bingo ball grabber thing. Matt has to team with Jeff. Jarrett. Oh, no. And Matt hates Jeff They did Jarrett. that just for that joke. Yeah. 
I I'm with that's fine. I, I I would do stuff just for the joke too. So yeah. I wouldn't do I'd Jeff probably... Jarrett for. Nah, uh, no yeah. one would. Yeah. Wheeler, you had a video package. Except He's Kurt in Angle's the... wife. Oh, that's true. Um, Wheeler, you had a video package. He's in the main event main event against Kenny Omega tonight. Look at that. Yeah. And then not again for a long time. <laughs> Chris Jericho comes out and he's been losing a lot, he says. And maybe it's time to make some changes. I like this segment so much. It's good. He says Alberta is the perfect place for him to be reinvigorated, where he started his career. Um, the crowd is maybe saying Stu Earns. I don't know. Bur- <laughs> the, the, he, said, he talks about the dungeon and Stu Hart and the crowd chants Stu. Or yells, Stu. So they're all saying Stu. And then Jericho's like, why would you boo Stu? <laughs> and he, the commentators are like, I think they were saying Stu. And I think t- does Tony doesn't say I was saying Stu Earns, does he? No, I that was know. just my imagination. Yeah, I'm But it sure. would be funny if he did. Um, but yeah, so that's, um, you know, I could see booing Stu Hart, though. He's a if beast. the commentators didn't say Stu Earns, then I'm the one who made it up. No, I don't think they said it. I think we said it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jericho's going to be, come the best version of Chris Jericho ever. He said which maybe. Is, he maybe. Might. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because Chris Jericho always becomes like a better version of Chris Jericho. So yeah. let's see. Except in real how life. How that can but, happen. But Except for TV, in real life. Exactly. Except on TV is great. Um, we have some weird interruption, like it's something that I don't understand, but apparently it's, yeah, it's that. It's the sounds of deep space. It's Don Callis. Or a bad refrigerator. Don Callis walks out. Oh, I say to his garage, just uh, garbage disposal. It's kind of like that. F you Callis chants immediately. Yeah. Callis says without the Tokyo Dome, Kenny Omega match, AEW doesn't exist and Jericho wouldn't be here. He's right. And if it weren't for Jericho, Callis wouldn't be here. Isn't it weird that Don's, I mean, absolutely correct that there probably wouldn't even be an AEW right. if not for that? Now, there might have been. And if that match didn't happen, maybe Kenny would have stayed in Japan. But if he didn't, then probably would be AEW. But you don't really know. And right. what are you saying? It's weird because he's his mega heel. The, 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 he has the most heel. heel in the whole company. And he's still telling the truth. Don you know, talks about his how his most recent family was torn apart um, because he was betrayed and his new family is going to be built lie. on trust. Wow, he yeah. he reversed that one. That's not even true. And he says, if Chris is ready to change history one more time, will Chris join the Don Callis family? <gasps> and Chris says he doesn't join factions. He creates them. True. But he has one word answer for Don Callis, and it's maybe. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Because in these stories, like, for example, the time that Moxley didn't know what to do with his career and Brian Danielson comes out and he goes, wouldn't it be awesome if we would team up mm-hmm. and then we could take people like Wheeler Yuta under yeah. our wing? And you say that and then he's like, I'll think about it. And then they fight each other and then he's like, you're right. And that's how we got the Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. And it's like stuff like that is awesome. WWE doesn't even entertain ideas like no. that. No. But this is like. Wow, I can imagine Jericho being managed by Don Callis, and that could be just incredible. Yeah. And then when he eventually turns on him, that could be even better. Right. Like, that sounds great. Punk versus Samoa Joe video package for the Eliminator Tournament. And then Starks and Hobbs get a video thing, too. Yeah. Renee, Renee tries to get a medical update on Roderick Strong, and he is still not cleared. Adam Cole comes in. And Roddy wants to know what the deal is with MJF. Oh, he knows something's wrong Yeah, here. And 
then Adam Cole has to go because he has gets a text from MJF. And, and that's whatever, more important. He thought whatever it was was funny. So, oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. So Roddy's getting jealous. <laughs> Cole's getting distracted. Um, Uh-oh. But the MJF-Adam Cole match is now. Mm. Uh, it's MJF and Adam Cole, baby, in a quarterfinal match. Um, MJF comes out and he wants his music cut so he can hear Cole's music. Oh. And Jeff is all facey and high-fiving the crowd. crowd. Um, so weird. Yeah, it's it's strange. And Adam Cole kind of doesn't know what to make of it still. Butcher and Matt Menard are already in the ring. Oh, Yeah. MJF convinces Cole to help him cheat. Yeah, okay, so that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Because MJF is doing the, the Cobra Twist or yeah. the abdominal stretch. And he wants Adam Cole to grab his hand so they could be a classic tag team that cheats like that. But Adam Cole's a face, so he's like, no. Even though MJF's wrestling this entire match as a face, he still wants to do the one cheating spot so they could just be, be right. bond or whatever. And the he gets the crowd's chant, do it. And Adam Cole gives in to peer pressure and does it. This yeah. is this is little things like this is building up to MJF is in it, whether he's being sincere or he's totally tricking Adam Cole. He's a horrible influence on Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. MJF low blows Butcher. Hot tag to Adam Cole. MJF keeps yelling, double clothesline, double clothesline. Oh, my God. Uh, the boom. MJF and Adam Cole advance without the clothesline, the double clothesline. Wow. MJF grabs the mic and he wants to know if there are devil worshippers in the house tonight. Of oh, course. my God. He prompts Cole to do his name thing. Um, he says, better than you, baby. <clears throat> MJF wants another bro session this weekend. Oh, my God. And Cole says, sure, why not? Oh, my God. And then MJF wishes Cole a happy birthday. <laughs> Streamers, cake, balloon. Oh, my God. I say balloon singular because it was balloon. Um, it was. It was like this. It was like 10,000 streamers. And, and like a small and cake a, and a balloon. And then a sad other part, like MJF is, like, again, he can't commit to really befriending him. And if this is if this is a gimmick and he's trying to trick Cole, he's at least distracting Cole from not wanting, uh, from Cole wanting a title shot. Right. At least he's done that. Yeah. But he can't commit to the whole thing. So he doesn't want to spend the money. Right. On a real big cake or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, MJF does like a Mariah Carey rendition of Happy Birthday. Cole I, thought interu- was, I thought it was Boys to Men, but yes. Boys to Men could be that too. Cole interrupts. Uh, he says, MJF, you've done more than a mu- enough. Uh, there's a Make-A-Wish chant. So I thought Cena was going to come out, but he didn't. Mm. MJF goes to shove Cole's <laughs> face in the cake, but Cole reverses it. I've never seen a reversal. That's pretty funny. Well, maybe I have, but. We might whatever. have seen one. Yeah. All of a sudden, I thought maybe we have. Um, Adam Cole says you know they laugh they both laugh and adam cole says it was really nice of you max to do all of this thank you my friend yeah this is that's it for that segment this is who is zooming who yeah which is larry's favorite song yeah um i don't know why Uh, it's larry it's weird though really weird um it's like he has this it's like a it's like it's a long con where but you don't know who's conning no, not the gimmick. I'm saying Larry. Oh, 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 oh. With who, who's zooming who? I uh, think it's a okay. long con. It's got to be. No one likes that song. Larry, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I didn't. Well, we'll figure it out later. Renee I'll Paquette, tell him I'm on to him. 
Renee Paquette with Britt Baker. Renee wants to know what Britt's reaction is to Ruby's words from last week. Um, and Britt just says she's going to win. I don't know. She might have had a reaction. I'm not sure. Mm. Renee with Jericho now. Daniel Garcia and Sam. This is like the Renee show. Um, they always they, they want to feature her more than anybody. So. Renee with Jericho, Daniel Garcia, and Sammy Guevara. They're mad at that Jericho is considering joining Callis. Mm. Jericho says he can't lead them forever. It's their time to, you know... Figure out who among them is the natural leader. Even though it's uh, ne- definitely not Garcia. Right. They're teaming. Uh, Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara are teaming in the Eliminator Tournament. And, you know, show show me there who can be the leader. Um, because you can't you can't just keep on relying on me for everything. So yeah. we'll see how that plays out. Quarterfinal match time in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Last year's winner, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Who that's who she beat last year in the tournament in the in the final in the final yeah. mm-hmm. um, with Tony Storm and Soraya. <clears throat> yep. Match some mid match botch thing happens. Interference by the Outcasts using Britt's title. It's so stupid. No future, but Britt kicks out. Um, Ruby goes for the lockjaw, but it gets reversed. Britt goes for the lockjaw jaw and heel and the heels pull Ruby out of the ring. Victory right in front roll. Of the ref, the ref yep. does nothing. Victory roll with an assist by her friends. Ruby Soho advances. Garbage. Yeah. Then Sky Blue comes out on the ramp, and she's going to face Ruby in the semifinals. So she's and then Paige puts up the J because she's stupid. Yeah. What a shame. Main event time. It's Blackpool Combat Club's Wheeler Yuta versus Kenny Omega. Each uh, has come out alone, so that's good. Yeah. Wheeler attacks before the bell. Um, the match starts. You can't escape does not work out for Kenny. I want, is, I'd like to know the statistics on that, that move. Well, this time it didn't work out because he's selling the Tiger Driver oh, 91. Right. So this is a very complex story yeah. where Omega's selling things you might have already forgotten about. Yeah. So Yuta kills Kenny outside the ring. It's a fantastic match. V-trigger. Yuta almost gets him with a seatbelt. Yeah. Uh, Don Callis comes out and security stops him. But Takeshita comes oh. in from behind. Blue Thunder Bomb. <laughs> Yuta Splash gets a two, low blow to Yuta, one winged angel, Kenny Omega wins. There you go. Uh, Claudio then runs in and attacks Kenny with Takesha. Bucks and Paige out with chairs. There's melee, everybody's fighting. Hangman is going to chair shot Claudio, but then the Dark Order run in and prevent it. And then we go to black. And and that's your dynamite. And I said, that's how Rampage is going to start. Yeah. And it did. Um, Wow. I really like that last match. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Dynamite was pretty decent, I would say. Not yeah, bad. I liked it. But it opened hot and it ended hot. And then it had somewhere in the middle of the Bollywood boys. Yeah. A Butcher and Matt Menard match and Ruby against Britt that was kind of disappointing. So weird show. Yeah. But still, still interesting, still entertaining. Let me see if we have emails about it. We have one about General. We have one about the... Uh, What's it called? Collision. We have one. Am I going to have to read this? I am. Okay. Mr. Mutant Larry writes in. Can you believe it? That he can write? Yes. No. He says, to Joe and whoever. Thanks. I was hoping to, spelled wrong, be back before your birthday. Which is, I, which is, I know. A month ago? Now or in the recent past or future. But I'm still out one more week. So I thought... One more week? Does that mean he's coming back next week? Wait, I what? Him. I don't believe him. We'll see. 
He said he had 75,000 hours of overtime and couldn't be back yet. So he says next week, I don't buy it. But okay. He says, so I thought I'd get your birthday song in. It's a little late. So it would be- Or very early. So it would not be late. I'm sure the show has been as good as it could be, all things considered. To keep this wrestling related, Sting, have a good show- as can be, as can be, while missing fundamental keystone elements. <laughs> Yours, Mr. Mutant Larry. <clears throat> Excuse well, me. You can have them. All right, I'm going to listen to this song. I'm kind of scared of it, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Joe, he is my friend, but he's <gasps> not a youngin'. So for his birthday, oh. I will send a song to say he's not at the end, although he might be. What? Jeez. It's a great band, though. Happy birthday, Joe. I'll make you feel better with things older than you. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's a list of things older than Joe. Postage stamps and Elvis's first hit. Cornflakes, the first wireless transmit. What? That's a list of things older than Joe. Got birthday wishes to tell to my friend Joe, who is swell. Birthdays make old people blue and leave them feeling not all that well. So Joe must listen to me, list individually things that came before him so he doesn't feel so OLD. <sighs> Joe's life's not infinite. A good bit has been spent, but there's some left. Thanks. Happy birthday, Joe. I'll make you feel better <laughs> with things older than you. Here's a list of things older than Joe. Sailing ships, the invention of grommets, badminton rackets, and some Shakespeare sonnets. That's a list of things older than Joe. Come on. Ooh, the Model T. The Model T is older than Joe. So is Larry. Ooh, Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie would be older than Joe if he was still alive. Wow. But he died younger than Joe. Much, much. Joe, he is my friend, an octogenarian. Not really an octogenarian. But give him like three or four more years, then he will be. What? Joe's (laughs) a nice guy as can be with Carmelo ancestry. Okay. And he works so darn hard to keep this podcast totally free. Though I respect that a lot, it'd be nice to get paid for this job. <laughs> Wouldn't it? So at Josie's, I guess, I'll wait and sell the whole thing off. But <laughs> Joe's my friend, I guess, so I just won't confess if death is near. Oh, Happy birthday, Joe, I'll make you geez. feel better with things older than you. Here's a list of things older than Joe. Domesticated animals and Nostradamus. Buggy whips and Wendy's Dave Thomas. Oh my god. Those are things that are older than Joe. And while we're at it, interesting, there are no video games that are actually older than Joe. Hey! The railroad and most major comets. The NFL trophy when Detroit last won it. Those are things that are older than Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. I'll make you feel better with things older than you. Here's a list of things older than Joe. The Mona Lisa and all the paint on it. The Milky Way and dinosaur vomit. Those are things that are older than Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. I'll make you feel better with things older than you. Here's a list of things older than Joe. Not to put too fine a point on it. There's one list with nobody on it. That's a list of better friends than Joe. Aww. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. 
Wait, did wow. he say something? I'm glad that's a short song because I was running out of stuff. Oh, <gasps> I should have said dirt. Is dirt ah! Look, look it up. I'll use next year if I need it. Oh, wow. It's like, um, what is that called? The compliment sandwich. With the horribleness and then the nice thing. And then more horribleness, so so the compliments in the middle, because that's how sandwiches work. <sighs> Thanks, Larry. Larry's older than you. Let's just tell people that are listening, the only thing older than Larry in that song was dinosaur vomit. Yeah, that's true. The Model T was invented the same year Larry was born. Thank you, Larry. No, I really like the song because it was They Might Be Giants. So not because Larry was singing it. No, um, that wasn't singing. Okay. <laughs> Next week, he's going to be back. We'll, I, listen, you don't think people are going to hold you to that? You said it. So there's also no send your complaints to Larry on threads. He doesn't know how to use it yet. No, he doesn't. Um, okay. So what's next? What's the next show? Something that you're reviewing. Smackdown. Is that right? Are you asking seriously asking me to confirm? Yes. Smackdown Live from <laughs> Madison Square Garden. The tribal trial of tribal is tonight. Stupid. What a dumb name. <laughs> and the Grayson Waller effect, or as the autocrack says, Grayson Wallet effect with Edge. Yeah. So the Usos come out. And Cole says, it's the moment of truth time for Roman Reigns. And I'm like, wait, wait, that's now? I no, didn't believe it. Couldn't. Yeah, I didn't either. That so, had to be closing the show. Yeah. So they brag about beating Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. And Paul Heyman interrupts, comes out with Solo Sokoa. He says he is defense counsel for tonight. And defense item number one is, and he's ready to say it, excuse me, and Usos do twin talk word for word and tell Heyman to shut up. Is that how court works? Yes. It's like there's two sides and you just tell the one to shut up and you win? Yeah, that's how. Yes. I don't want this. I had a legal career for a very long time and yes. That's how it works. Heyman says, he says, no, you can't tell me to shut up. There's only one guy in WWE that will ever tell me to stop talking. And Solo puts his hand over the mic and Heyman looks scared. Oh. Yeah. You should never say there's only one anything in front no. of Solo because he he's takes offense to that he's a big scary guy he is muscular and he's he tweeted the other day i'm not um lil brother anymore <laughs> so there you go T- solo tosses the mic and roman reigns comes out so we go to break when we come back the crowd chants you got pinned and reigns just looks mad and he says yeah i got pinned but last time i checked i'm still the tribal chief and the crowd chants Tribal Chief. So they can't figure out who they want to cheer for. No, they don't. This they're is confused. a New York crowd where they just like everything. So they're like, I like you. I like you. No, now we're going to boo you. No, now we're going to cheer you. Same guy. And Rain says, uh, Jimmy, last time I checked, uh, you're not the Tribal Chief. And Jay, you're not the Tribal Chief either. Oh. Tribal Chief. And he asks, who here had the authority to put me on trial anyway? And the Usos say, no, 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 you're not going to do this. We're not going to be manipulated. We're going to show you exhibit video exhibit A. So it is a video where Reigns abuses the Usos physically and mentally for years. 
Yeah. It's, it makes him look real bad. And they even show the part where he fired Paul Heyman and beat up Paul Heyman. And they even show Reigns abusing Solo. So we come back to real time and Reigns looks conflicted. And the crowd chants, you effed up. And Reigns goes, no, I didn't. And the crowd chants, yes, you did. <laughs> and Reigns says, that's not who I am. That's who I was forced to be. I did all that for you and for you and for you. And the crowd chants, bull crap. Because I knew Reigns was going to say, I did it for your tough love. I did this for your own good. Yeah. He says, I had to bend my moral compass for this family. And this is what I get for it. You put footage together with me in my worst moments of my life and my kids are watching this. (laughs) That's not funny. He says, you know what? I don't need this anymore. I, I don't, I don't, I have money. I don't. I don't need to do this. But then he gets lost and he goes, I'm done. I'm done with all of it. He just starts repeating himself. And then he looks at the Usos and goes, you want it? It's yours. And the crowd starts singing that Hey, Hey, Goodbye song. This crowd can't make up their mind if they love him or hate him. Reigns takes off the tribal lay and puts it on Jey Uso. And Reigns kneels down and he starts crying and Heyman's crying. Oh, by the way, he ripped off the title and threw it down, mm-hmm. too. He gave, he's ready to give up everything. He doesn't want this family torn apart anymore. It's not worth it. He has the money already. He's crying real tears. That's good stuff. It really is. And then low blow to Jey Uso, of course. You knew. I mean, you saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. But, but still, wow, what a performance. Jimmy attacks Roman Reigns. Solo attacks Jimmy. Solo looks at the lay like he wants to wear it. We'll never know, though, because Spike to Jimmy, Solo picks up the lay. He looks at it. Is he going to hand it to Reigns? Is he not? Before we can find out, excuse me, Jay attacks. And uh, spinning Solo to Jay. Superman punch to Jimmy Uso. Solo ties Jay in the ropes. And Jay has to watch while Reigns kills Jimmy with the title and with the steel steps. Jay fights free and attacks Roman Reigns. Solo hits him with a spike. Splashes Jimmy through the announce table and just kills him. And Reigns holds up the title and stands tall. 35 minute yep. opening to that show and it was great. And yeah, I did not mind that there was no wrestling. No wrestling didn't even matter. Great segment. Now Jimmy gets loaded into an ambulance and Jay's with him. And the LWO and some jobbers watch. Imagine going to MSG and Rey Mysterio is there and you don't get to see him wrestle. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I wonder if they did. I wonder if there were dark matches. Oh yeah, probably. U.S. title match, already in the ring, Sheamus versus Theory. And the ring keeps farting, Mm. and we realize it's (laughs) the air drill they're using to put the announce table back together. And it only keeps farting as they're running the ropes. So it seems like it's a a problem. Yeah. I think it's Sheamus. (laughs) Yeah. It's very funny. Unfortunately, even though I like Sheamus lately, this is a boring match, thanks to Theory. Pretty deadly out, and the brawling brutes out, and... um, it's a distraction, I guess, and theory retains, and it was a stupid finish. And mm-hmm. wow, this theory U.S. title run is so dull. It's horrible. He had John Cena. It was exactly whether it was story or not. He was exactly right. Yeah. Once he's once Cena's gone, now theory has to be theory, and no one's going to care. And he was right. Right. <clears throat> what a shame. Now we have the Grayson Waller effect with Edge, and Edge tries to talk. And Waller cuts him off like, this is my show. Stop it. 
And he says, hey, Edge, why don't you tell everybody the big announcement? And Edge is like, <laughs> there's no announcement. And I wrote, it sounds like Waller wants to retire him. Yeah. And then he, he says, well, it's your 25th anniversary in WWE. That's not how that works. If you're... If you miss almost a decade of time, does that still count in your anniversary? It depends. Was he completely unaffiliated with WWE? He might have been on twice. But he was he w- on the one time when Seth Rollins was going to break his neck and some other time. But he didn't do like appearances or anything? I don't know. That's true. Legends contract stuff for the games? That's true. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all that would count. Okay. All right. He calls SummerSlam 98 a PLE. Pretty sure it was a pay-per-view. I don't think it was a PLE back then. It sounds so dumb. Yeah. It's, it's such a Vince thing to say. Or You know what that is? That's a Stephanie thing to say. Oh. I do not miss those two <laughs> at all. Being on-screen characters. No, I do not. And Waller interrupts him and says, Everybody, Edge is going to retire. Let's hear it for <laughs> Edge. And Edge is like, what? You know what? You, you... Or in you're doggy paddling into deep water and it's sink or swim time for you. He says, you haven't even wrestled a match. And you're telling people I'm going to retire. I'm not retiring. He said, in fact, I have a match here tonight against you. I thought that was awesome. And Waller mm-hmm. looked like he was going to cry. <laughs> he does not want to fight Edge in his first match yeah. ever. No. So Cole says, we go to break and we come back. Cole says, it's official. Edge versus Waller. Yeah, we know because Edge, yeah. Edge said that he had a match. He didn't say he wishes right. he had a match. God, they need to stop this whole, I hope it's true. And then when it is true, it's now official. It's like it was earlier. <laughs> okay, AJ Styles with Meechin against Already in the Ring, Karrion Cross with Scarlet. I don't know that I've ever Ugh. seen Scarlet and Karrion already in the ring. So guess what? Squash match. It's two minutes. AJ wins. Can we get it right across now? Please. Can we admit this experiment's not working? It's so, ugh. Yeah. They were at the um, Barbie premiere yesterday. I think it was. Oh, really? The, the like, whatever, the sneak preview yeah. thing. And so, yeah, they got to dress up like goofballs or so whatever. Asuka comes out. And, oh, before she could do, she says, nobody's ready for Asuka. Yeah, that, okay. Can you say something different? Bianca comes out to attack her. Charlotte comes out. They all fight. EO shows up. She attacks Oscar with the briefcase. And Bailey goes to cash it in. First of all, isn't that what Morrison did? Yes. And then they didn't count that cash in and gave the briefcase back to Miz. Yeah, yeah I think that's so. And Bianca stops Bailey from cashing in. And I can't tell what Charlotte is supposed to be emoting because she does not have that feature. No. Because she's terrible, everybody. Edge versus Grayson Waller. Cole claims the crowd is saying, you still have it. (laughs) Have you ever heard a crowd chant that? No. You still have it. Hmm. They're very proper. And right after he says about being proper, he says, it's a selled out crowd. Like he's a (laughs) five-year-old. He's improper. Oh my God. Jey Uso is back in the building, Cole says. Oh no. Okay. Edge, for some reason, gives Waller an I-don't-care-if-you-die powerbomb on the floor. What? It was pretty... Is that a receipt for something? Yeah. That was mean. It's a good match, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Waller goes for his finisher where you roll into the ring, which, by the way, Austin Theory has now stolen half of that finisher. Oh, really? Yeah. So, that sucks, because you know what Waller is? Better Austin Theory. 
Yeah. He's Austin Theory. If Austin Theory had a personality, it wasn't a terrible person in real life. Well, we don't know. Well, we don't know yet. Yeah. So maybe it's not true. Um, Edge counters that with a spear and it looks really good. Edge wins. And he grabs the, Edge grabs the mic and says, hey, Waller, you swam. So not bad. Yeah. I thought for sure that would have a screwy finish and that would be a SummerSlam match. Yeah, but it was good. But, okay. Backstage, we're in the Roman Reigns lair with Solo Sokoa. And Heyman comes in and says to Reigns, Jey Uso's back and he's looking for you. And Reigns says, well, you won't have to look long because I'm going to the ring right now. Next week, they announce Asuka versus Bianca for the title. You might as well write Charlotte interferes disqualification right on it. (sighs) Yeah. Because I know Brother Love's in charge of this stuff and I know it's going to be the copy paste. So garbage. Main event, talking. Reigns is in the ring with Solo and Heyman. Jey Uso comes out through the crowd. He jumps the railing and attacks Solo. And then he runs into the ring and attacks Reigns with a chair. So Solo comes in to help, but he gets chaired to death while Reigns just runs away and lets him die. That's not going to look good in Exhibit C or whatever when they have that tribal court. Jay picks up the title and Reigns is mad. He's like, put it down. He's screaming at him. And Jay says, nope, I'm not going to put it down. Judge, jury, and executioner, that's me. And I challenge you, Reigns, to a match one-on-one. He never says for the title. He never says at SummerSlam. No. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that was supposed to work, but it's too late now because welcome. It's time for the news and SmackDown just goes off the air early like it always does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious if it was, if he was supposed to give more information or. I wish I knew. Let's read this email from Jumpman the Mario. Um, hello, Joe and Larry slash other. Having Amy on the show reminded me that you peoples used to rank every show every week. What happened to that? Now there are five plus shows a week and I can't watch everyone. It would be good to hear your overall opinions on the shows of the week. Maybe instead of a ranking of all shows, just a quick best of best show of the week, worst show of the week at the end of the show. Thanks a bunch. Stay cool as a mule. Jump man the Mario. Oh, there's my childhood. Thank you. Um, <laughs> The reason I don't want to say sorry, we're not doing it, but I almost want to say sorry, we're not doing it because Jumpman, because it's tough to just to pick like what was the best or whatever. But I think through listening to us, you pretty much know what you should watch. And if you listen to the show, I don't think we need to clarify the end. I think just you listen and you go, oh, they really liked Dynamite this week, so I should probably watch that. Smackdown Raw sounded lame, so I probably shouldn't watch that. I thought that was like, you know. Yeah, but there might be some times where I really like one show and you didn't like it as much as you liked something else. Yeah. Uh, you know, where there's, where okay. we have a different, where I, I think, and I think that's where maybe it does make sense to rank it or not okay. rank it, but like yeah. it might be a good idea is, is when we know that we have different takes on it. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. For me, I think it's best show of the week this week was SmackDown because of the yeah the bloodline stuff. Bloodline stuff was that good, and the worst show was Raw. So yeah, that's it. But then that's not fair because we only did that. Now we didn't say Dynamite, which was like almost the best show of the week. Right. So that's yeah. But that's then the tricky you part. know was Rampage garbage. Should you have to watch Rampage and Collision this week? The and Raw. The answer is no to all three. How about that? There you go. So thank you for the email. Okay, let's speaking of Rampage, let's do that. Rampage, Fran Miljenic live in action. Wow. Isn't that part of your lyrics there? 
Do you have your, your lyrics? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my... Um, it's called segment called Closed Craptioning. And boy, oh boy, do I want to do it for the actual episodes of the shows. Because this week, Collision was hilarious. Oh, it yeah. had so many funny things on closed captioning that I couldn't believe were real. And just, they were they were cracking us up. Oh, and yeah. they were more entertaining than some of the things on the show. But I'm going to dig this up here. Let me get I just this. remember Fran Milgenic. Yes, which is my favorite. Okay, let's see. So, closed captioning. Let me do the Rampage song as of this week. This is Rampage, baby. Here's the Schroeder Jobel again. <laughs> Breaking ball. Adrenaline pumping. Ed Gisell. This is Fran Milgenic on. This is Rampage to jam. This is Rampage. This is Rampage. Wow. It's close, but not quite. That is not right at all. And this is actually Rampage 100. If you can believe it. Wow. They are still in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I think Canada is about ready to send them back. They are. And they're still there like so many more times. Yeah. (sighs) The Elite, Hangman and the Bucks versus the Dark Order with everyone already in the ring. And it is basically picking up where Dynamite ended. It is. It is. Just rolling right into that. Um, Then I find out that Big Bill is in tonight's main event. So I have mentally checked out. What the heck? Yeah. Match, interference by Blackpool Combat Club, including an uppercut to Page. Uh, Evil Uno puts uh, pins Hangman. What? Yes. Yeah, Evil well, cheating. Uno, yeah, but still. So, yeah. And cheating, but still. Wow, what a... Wow, yeah. that's huge. Blackpool Combat Club come in with chairs, but Kenny Omega comes out for the save. And to be fair, that match was really good. Mm-hmm, it was. So, yeah. QTV, Harley still thinks she's going to be in a relationship with Anthony Bowens. That's hilarious. So... There you go. Blind Eliminator quarterfinal match. Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Winners of this match face Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Hardy will not use a guitar. Uh, He won't cheat. Guevara, GTH, but uh, Daniel Garcia steals the pin. Jeff Jarrett and friends beat down Hardy. Brother Zay in and he gets beat down too. Ethan Page comes out late to clean house and Ethan and Matt stand tall. Okay. Yeah. But so... So, yeah, I knew Jeff and Matt were not winning that. No. Thing There's no there. way they could have. Okay. Hikaru Shida versus already in the ring Marina Shafir. Why? Katana. Shida wins, of course. That was nothing. Oh, this is speedy rampage, by the way. But I'm saying that match was yeah. just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing. Renee with Chris Datlander um, with weird glasses or a visor on. Not right Is she trying to be Chris. Becky Lynch? What is that? I don't know. It was weird. And she's a fighting champion, she says. And the title will always be on the line. Yeah. And Chris Stat is where it's at. Oh, I don't like that. No. Oh, you rhyme too. Mm. Eliminator term- tournament time slash your main event. Big now, Bill. Yes, to sorry. be fair, mm-hmm. this match ended up being very exciting, mm. but it's big effing Bill in the main event. And his Tron is just as boring as he is. Big Bill and Brian Cage versus Trent Beretta and Matt Seidel. Wow. Winners will face MJF. Jeff- oh my gosh. MJF and Adam Cole. Double team thing, power bomb, clothesline combo, Big Bill and Brian Cage win, and they'll face MJF and Adam Cole. And that's your Rampage, baby. Wow. I like Speedy Rampage so much better. Yeah. Because pretty soon, we're not going to have time for Rampage. Yeah. We did that one because it was episode 100. Let's just see how the next one goes. Right. I feel like I said that every week. <laughs> not the 100 part, but. Uh, okay, I can read this one now. This email says, um, no, actually, no, that's Collision. Whoops, I'm not going to read that. Okay. Okay. 
All right, let's, yeah, let's do Collision and then I can read that email. Oh, that's right. That's me again. Forgot about Collision. I for, well, I just forgot that I was next. Oh, okay. Collision, Owen Hart tournament action tonight. Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, they all get video packages. And they're all going to win. And CM Punk says he has something to say. Um, we can't hear Kevin Kelly. Audio is always terrible. That's so bad. But they're in Regina, Can- Canada. Yep. It's hard to say. It's always funny. CM Punk comes out and he's going to expose Samoa Joe or something. Or he's going to talk about stuff. And I don't know. That's what his video package said, but yeah. Punk says he doesn't want to take up his time, our time, but he does. Um, Good God. And he says that this is the biggest match of his career, but it's not. Give me and a break. He wants everyone to chant Owen, but he probably really doesn't. And he says that none of the guys <laughs> in the tournament would be there without Owen Hart, and that's, that's not, not really true. What? And he says if he wins the trophy, it won't be because he deserves it, but because he earned it, and that's not even true. Oh, my God. Um, Whatever. He tell me when I'm telling lies. Probably everything you just said. Yeah. Wow. Old CM Punk Samojo clips, as we've been getting, we get them all night long. Yep. Semifinal tournament action time. Powerhouse Hobbs for the Owen Cup. Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Starks tries to go for a satellite DDT, but Hobbs maybe sandbags or. Oh my God! What trips? happened? I don't here? know, but it gets all effed well, up. Well, okay, it wasn't sandbags at first. It was that Ricky Starks slips on the second rope uh-huh. so at that point when that happens you say oh whoa, whoa or you make a noise or do something and then Hobbs can lift you up to the top rope and then you can get through the move but Hobbs was not helping no. whether he couldn't or wouldn't or didn't know that looked terrible and yeah. then they just kind of rolled on the floor and we thought that was the silliest looking thing no, of the week it was not but it was I... not Wait till Raw yeah QT cheats and the ref gets distracted so when Hobbs gets the spine buster when when what yeah when Hobbs gets the spine buster he could have won but QT's just right, like right, right. standing okay, there arguing you. with the referee yeah Spear to Starks who advances to the finals to meet the winner of CM Punk versus Samoa Joe yes QT apologizes and Hobbs pushes him and then Aaron Solo gets in between them and he eats the spine buster too and then Harley Cameron throws herself in front of QT Marshall and Hobbs leaves. So Kevin Kelly like, yeah. says QT Marshall is lucky that woman wasn't there. Nah. Or well, I'm sorry, that is lucky that woman was there. She has a name, Kevin. I don't ever remember it, but she has one. And she does. it's his job to know it. No one can remember it, but except for me. Uh, but wow. So yes, Hobbs turned face. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. With yeah. AW, usually you have like months till you turn somebody but they just were like nah this qt and hobbs thing isn't working out but yes everyone thought hobbs was winning the match and starks won the match yeah weird interesting now we get words from miro and he's ready to fight and he has no one left to love or covet it's weird and kevin kelly said he has this this Con- conflicting whatever what did he say he's having second thoughts about religion no he told us he doesn't have a god anymore the end yeah. There's no there's no conflict there. There's no confusion, Kevin. Sorry. Then we find out that Tony Khan broke some news earlier, and we go back to Willow with Tony Schiavone, and Willow was injured in Japan and can't compete in the Owen Hart tournament uh, tonight. And, okay, so again, you know why I didn't know about it? Why? Because I don't go on Twitter now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's where I would get the news. That's where TK, but TK's now posting on threads. Okay. So I can find out next time. Okay. Athena comes in and she thinks Willow's faking it. And then Athena says Willow won't be cleared next week. 
So unless she does like some kind of beat down to make sure that Willow's not cleared next right, week. Right, then what? I don't understand that. I don't know. Okay. Julia Hart returns to physical action now. And she comes what out. What is that? <laughs> physical action, Kevin says. Comes out with Brody King. Does he mean that she's not really a wrestler? I don't know. Maybe he knew she was in some other kind of action. Okay. She's facing be. already in the ring Canadian talent Bambi Hall. <clears throat> match, Heartless, Julia Hart wins. Wow, that was barely, that wasn't even a match. I didn't mm. see, I don't think I saw one wrestling move in that match. Yeah. Yikes. Malachi, Malachi Black video package. He talks about masks a lot and it seems more like a recruitment video for yeah. Andrade. Yeah. Andrade with Lexi, who's cosplaying as a butter churner of some sort. Um, not Andrade, Lexi. Yeah. Andrade with Lexi. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I'm just yeah, making yeah. sure. Yeah. Andrade's mask, mask is everything to him. Kevin said, oh my gosh, this. What? Kevin Kelly says he's glad Andrade spoke clearly and slowly so everyone could understand even Malachi Black. So is what? Kevin racist or is he calling Malachi dumb or is it it's, both? It's one or the other, I think. I like Kevin Kelly, but I would like for him to explain himself. I really want to know what he meant. Yeah, that was... That's not good. New. Eliminator tag match time, Switchblade, but not the Eliminator tournament. Just a, an Eliminator tag match. For God's sake. So there's three tournaments going on at the same time, and one of them is an Eliminator, but this is none of those. Right. This is an Eliminator as in, well, we find out. Yes. Finally. I'll, I'll explain it. For and the I won't, first time in, I won't explain it 30 times either. For the first time in four years, someone explains what an Eliminator is. So Switchblade and Juice versus AEW World Tag Team Champions FTR. And Kevin Kelly tells us that if Bullet Club lose, they won't get another shot as long as FTR are the champions. And I'm like... Kevin Kelly repeats that 30 times right, throughout this at match. At first, I thought, Kevin, why are you saying that? No one has ever said that in AEW. Ever. Not once. Then it hit me. Kevin asks, he's like, what is, what, so we have a blind eliminator and this other eliminator. He asks TK, what does eliminator mean? Right. And TK said, oh, it just means if they don't, if they do win, they get a title shot. But if they don't win, they're eliminated from the, from Intention. getting a title shot. And Kevin went, oh, okay. That makes sense. And it's like, TK, you could have told us that yes. four years ago. Yep. Oh my God. I understand. We always knew about the title shot part of it. Right. What we didn't know was officially right that it, as long as that it, team is cha- our champions and you don't beat them in the eliminator, right. You are technically not allowed to ever face them for the title ever. Didn't know. Match ref distraction prevents FTR from winning. Seems familiar. Yeah. Jay White gets Just someone suplexed onto his head. So that oh looks, god, that looks great. Not, not really great, but Brain Buster to Jay White, Power and Glory to White, but he kicks out because that's not a finisher. Match gets pretty exciting. Lots of near twos. It's really yeah. good later in the match. Um, really, really good. Juice is loose and Cash can't make it in time. And Whoa. Bullet Club win. Holy crap. Yeah. And that was so believable because we had at least two or three, uh, almost three counts yeah. that were so close that you weren't sure and then they do the finish as that that was awesome yeah so um bullet club gold will now get a um title shot so we'll find out more about that later yeah. christian cage and luchasaurus video package um, battle of the belts it'll be them versus or him versus i don't know which one craig cage or luchasaurus versus sean spears 
I don't know. I don't. It's care. for the title, so it would be Luchasaurus, even though Christian acts gotcha. like he's the champ. Tony Schiavone with FTR now. Jay White and Juice Robinson interrupt, and they Juice says, "You're, you're interviewing the wrong tag team." It's true. Um, <laughs> you don't interview the losers. And they, um, Juice and um, Jay White are like. We're, we're the best and we want to make our title match a two out of three falls match next week. But he didn't actually say it like that. He said it like we already knew there was a two out of three falls. Yeah, it match. was it was kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. Scorpio Sky now versus already in the ring action on Dreddy. Uh, we haven't seen Scorpio Sky this year. No, he's been injured for a very long time. And so. the crowd does not care. The match. The wow. Crowd's the dead. crowd's dead. TKO, poor Andretti, and Scorpio Sky wins and pats Andretti on the back. That's right. They're friends. The end. Samojo pacing now. It's main event time. Ring of Honor TV champion Samojo versus CM Punk. Not for a title. Not for a title. Maybe later for a title. Maybe later for a title. But But not right now. This is your tournament match. Um, Punk does his moves. He sure does. Joe says he's out of moves. Oh, yeah. I said... I noticed as soon as Punk, what did he hit? That was the last thing he had. Whatever line. it was, I was like, that's it. He just has exhausted all his moves. So we knew the match had to be almost over. Yep. So then he rolls up Samoa Joe um, <sighs> for the win. So it'll be Samoa Joe. Nope. It'll be CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. Um, Joe extends his hand to shake Punk's hand. And, um, you know. Punk takes a sweet time and then finally shakes Samoa Joe's hand. So they're friends. Cooking a clutch. Oh, they're not <laughs> friends. Hmm. Joe gets a chair and FTR comes out. Ricky Starks comes out just to look, I guess. He looks like he doesn't belong there. It was very strange. I I thought the same thing. And that's your collision. He looked confused. Like, who am I? Like, why am I supposed to be here? He like who am I supposed to be up. helping? You know when I thought that teased? I thought that last week we talked about it and mm-hmm. Ian wrote in about how CM Punk might be joining the bullet club Mm -hmm. and i said no you're thinking of nexus and that's exactly what i was thinking of too but this week if i had to guess i'd say ricky starks is joining bullet club and he's going to pull the shocker over cm punk shocker and a soccer maybe so yeah yeah that sure was a collision and um you know it had some really good stuff in it but that two hours is long it could have been done in an hour flies yeah collisions a little sluggish yeah to me and again really like this one had some big stars on it because it had cm punk smojo and ftr and, and switchblade so but um, willow match got canceled yeah and the andrade malachi black thing like are they feuding over like who should selena vega should manage or be married to or something like i don't know <laughs> what this is really about not really sure. Let me read an email. This one says something. Mm. Oh, it's from Egidez. He says, Dear esteemed and or handsome podcast hosts. I guess I'm esteemed. I guess so. After seeing Punk carrying around a bag, he says a bad, but I think he means a bag. A few nights on collision. I wanted to know what was in it. Luckily, with Punk visiting my home country of Canada, I was given a chance to infiltrate the AEW locker room and find out. <gasps> After a short 231-kilometer journey via my dog sled, an even shorter 171-mile paddle in my canoe, arrived at the stadium, bribing my third cousin Doug with a freshly prepared tray of Nanamo <gasps> oh, bars. Yeah. 
What are they? They're, uh, they're, I only know there's some kind of, I don't know, I could be wrong, like a chocolate and shortbread kind of treat. Oh, or, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I just know about it from Shit's Creek. Got it. I think we call it Poops Creek on this show. I don't. Um, but Jocelyn shows up with them from where. She's always Jocelyn around. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. I was granted access backstage disguised as a poutine vendor. I get that. Delivering to the home talent made my way to Punk's locker room. Only it was him and Larry, not you, Larry. Larry the dog. I instructed a nearby beaver to go befriend Larry. This is a long story. Punk, hearing Larry the dog's barks of joy, went to investigate. I used this opportunity to take a quick photo of what was in Punk's bag. Quickly making my escape, I hurried home to develop my film. The results were illuminating. I have attached for your review. Eggie does. He says, P.S. I'm writing this before Collision Air, so they better not ruin this joke. What did he have in the bag, everybody? It was the diva's title, you yeah. see. Punk is the diva. So. He is. Not because his wife held it, but because he's a diva. Because he is a diva. Wow! But, um, yeah, the only thing that that could be is the old AEW title that before it became the big Burber, Burberry belt. Mm. Because if it's not that, then everything he said about holding it above his head and all that was a lie. So if it ends up being a joke... Or maybe Damien the Snake. Yeah. It is, then Punk is even an even bigger liar. So, thank you for the email. All right. Unfortunately, we have to review Raw, so. Speedy mm. Raw? No, regular Raw. Raw's a three-hour show. It's too hard to do Speedy Raw. You can try. Raw live from Buffalo, New York. Yeah, I know. Finn Balor comes out, and he's still mad about the end of his match with Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. And he blames Damian Priest for that. So you hear Judgment Day's music and you think it's Priest, but it's Rhea and Dominic. And Rhea says, can we talk about this backstage and not out here in front of everybody? And Balor says, no, my issue isn't with you. It's only with Damian Priest. So, And she puts her hand over his microphone and stops him from talking. And she says, backstage, we'll talk about this. And he says off the mic, I'm going to hold you to it. And he leaves. So we'll get to that later. Now Rhea tells the crowd... This is our business, so you didn't see any of that. And we run Raw. She didn't say that part, the funny part. I did. Um, And tonight, it's going to be super rematch night with Dominic against Seth Rollins again because brother love loves copy-paste. High five. It's much easier. Oh, my God. It sure is. The crowd boos Dominic. Seth Rollins comes out like a clown, and because they're in Buffalo, he's eating wings. Yeah. That's a funny joke, except he's really eating wings on television with a microphone. So now he's talking with food in his mouth and it's just disgusting. And he can barely do his fake laugh because he has chicken in his mouth. Yeah. Yuck. That was really gross. So, Tribal Court of the Trial of the Tribal is raw tonight. No, it's a recap. Why do you always say raw tonight? Like it's going to be like we're going to redo it or something. (laughs) It's a recap. And also a sociopath that should be in jail for fraud face to face with Ricochet. Also, Cody Rhodes is here on raw. Really? He's here every week. Oh, boy. Sociopath is getting sued again. Like new lawsuit. Good. Yeah. He he owes from marketing mil- uh, to teens that millions that of dollars crazily for, caffeinated for, drink for caffeinated drink scams the scam with the with that 
video game with the was going to have the NFCs and mm-hmm. whatever and NFTs. What are they called? NFTs. Mm-hmm. NFC. It's like all of a sudden I forgot because you don't I hear it was about a them. New thing. Yeah. You didn't hear about them. You don't hear about them much anymore. No. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre comes out. Riddle comes out, and then I'm like, oh god, they have a tag team match this week. I forgot. I forgot they were friends. Yeah. Backstage, Judgment Day is talking. This segment, I don't know. Rhea says, Damian Priest, you and Finn need to grow up. And then she says that later and botches the whole segment. Priest says, okay, for you, I'll speak to him again. Priest is one of those guys that thinks he's a man because he has a deep voice, by the way. He (laughs) said that here in the segment. So that's nice. So Finn Balor's a little child. And later... We hear Ricochet is a child. I, you have to have a deep voice to be a man, according to these idiots. So Patrick Irishman says, oh, turmoil in the Judgment Day, just like in the bloodline. And Graves is like, oh, recurring theme here this summer. <laughs> wink, wink, copy, paste, high five. So the second week in a row that Graves has just done a nice tiny little dog whistle to make fun of whoever's writing this crap that keeps repeating itself. So, hey, I didn't write it. Uh, Imperium comes out to the ring. So the match is Drew McIntyre and Riddle against the Imperium kids. And it's a match, whatever. Claymore, Drew has to win because it's his first match back in forever. Gunter's, oh, here we go. Gunter's all mad at Vinci because he took the pin. And both Gunter and Kaiser walk away. And later Mm. they're seen backstage yelling at Vinci. So, hmm... Is it possible that we are going to dump Vinci out of the group and replace him with Dragunov? Oh. Could be, everybody. Yeah. Could be. I bet they do. Backstage Judgment Day is exists again. Oh, this is the worst. So, <laughs> Damien Priest, please watch this to show that I am not making this up. Priest is standing there listening to everything Finn Balor has to say. So, Balor's like... I could have done this. He's talking to Priest. Rhea goes, hey, stop acting like children. Stop talking over each other. That's enough. Priest hasn't said a word. <laughs> what is she referring to? Priest says, I I wanted you, listen, I wanted you to be champion and beat Seth Rollins. And I would never cash in on you. And Finn Balor says, well, okay, then let's have a clean slate under one condition. I'm not finished with Seth Rollins. I still want that title. And Priest says, okay, but either way, meaning if you beat him for the title or not, it's covered and he holds up the briefcase. So they're saying one of those two people will get that briefcase. So what we're looking at here is it looks like at SummerSlam, it is going to be Seth Rollins against Finn Balor again. Mm. With a with a will here won't he tease right. of if Balor can get the win somehow would Damon Priest cash in on him so there you go and if F- Balor fails on his own does Damian cash in on Rollins and then they kick Balor out of the group so even though JD McDonough nowhere to be found remember when he was feuding oh God, with Dolph Ziggler right. and they never finished the feud remember that yeah they just like fought outside the ring and then that was it what a joke. Now they play the entire bloodline thing from Friday. So guess what? Fast <laughs> forward. Um, backstage interview with Sammy and Kevin. Sammy says, we'll basically face anybody for these tag titles. So Rhea and Dominic come in and Rhea says, 
Why didn't you mention us? We're going to take all the titles, the world title and the tag titles and all of them. All the Pokemon. Yeah, that that's it? Okay. Dominic and Rhea go out to the ring again. Oh my God, this is a Judgment Day heavy show. I hope you like them. Gender and Indu share video. For a team that's barely on, they sure do get a lot of uh, talk here <laughs> about nothing. Because here's the problem. You build these up and then they come out and there's no personality and no one cares. And that's it. Okay. We're done. Dominic against Seth Rollins again. By the way, it's official now on his graphic. It says Dirty Dominic Mysterio. That's his official name now. But guess what? Before the match starts, Dominic attacks Rollins. Copy paste. Same thing every week on Raw. They run through the crowd. Balor and Priest attack Seth Rollins, so it was a trap. Sammy and Kevin come out, and the faces stand tall. So guess what? No match. What a joke. It's either rematch city or fake matches. Right. That's a Vince thing. Now YouTube sociopath is walking around backstage. Um, Six-man tag match tonight. Instead of that Rollins against Dominic match, we are now going to get all of Judgment Day besides Rhea against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Don't they know? Haven't they figured out by now that no matter how popular the wrestlers are, putting a six-man tag as the main event of Raw, which is a three-hour show, and ends very late at night, 11 o'clock at night, is death. Yeah. It kills the rating every time. I don't know why they continue to book these six-man tags. So I'm going to look at the numbers, and I'm going to laugh. Yeah. And I'm going to laugh and laugh because it's like they don't learn. Don't do a six-man tag in the main event. Unless it's like John Cena's return or right. something. Like Unless it's something huge like that. These are guys that we see every week, and now you've put them in a match that doesn't matter. That's called go to bed early. Yeah. So Ricochet comes out. Oh, God. Here we go. Manufactured storyline time. So ever since the Royal Rumble, when Ricochet and that sociopath did that spot Mm -hmm. where they both springboarded and hit each other perfectly in the middle of the ring, Mm -hmm. they've wanted to do this viral thing with Ricochet. So they tried to do it at Money in the Bank, and that's when they almost both died. Yeah. But now we have to manufacture a story with these two as to, well... It can't just be about they both, they want to do highlights. It has to be, well, what's the problem between these two? And it is bad. So Ricochet comes out and he says, I, you know why I do those spots? I take risks for you in the crowd. So you can go home and say that I was the highlight of the night. First of all, that sounds like a heel. It's very healy, yeah. But it's Ricochet and he's being sincere. Yeah. Then the YouTube video idiot comes out. With a fake laugh that makes me almost like Seth Rollins' fake laugh. (laughs) He says, Ricochet, why you look like a little boy? First of all, he looks like a tall, muscular man. Why is, when did, I knew Ricochet when he looked like a little boy. When he started wrestling in Chikara, he was a tiny, tiny kid. This guy who I'm looking at in the ring looks nothing like that tiny kid. Let me tell you that right now. So, it's something, something unprofessional. This feud is fake and I hate it. Something like the sociopath had a podcast where he talked about how Ricochet is unprofessional at what he does. And then Ricochet's like, I'm not unprofessional if I was. And he has to try to defend himself in a thing that isn't real. Right. So it, now it makes Ricochet seem like some kind of like reckless scumbag. Right. And that it's all fake. So Ricochet says, 
at Money in the Bank, you know none of these people wanted you near that briefcase. And the sociopath's like, none? None? Like, are you sure? Yeah, we're sure. Because the kids that would want to see you win are little internet trolls that are terrible bullies and horrible people in real life that have grown up by now. So they don't even know you exist anymore. They don't know you're in WWE because they don't follow you anymore. Right. So, yes, nobody wanted to see you in that briefcase (laughs) because any of those people you thought were your fans are long gone. So, Ricochet, or they don't watch WWE because you've brought zero viewers to WWE. The numbers prove it. And it's just disgusting how he weaseled his way in and tricked, basically tricked Triple H by going, look at these millions of people I have. When I'm on TV, those people will watch me. Right. Nobody watches. Nobody. Because those are the type of people that have learned that you watch through YouTube and you wait for clips and you right. you pirate things. So he's bred those pirates and those short attention span theater kids. And now yeah. the number doesn't translate. And not, so WWE has wasted their money on this guy. Whatever. They can waste their money all they want because they're a terrible company. anyway. But <laughs> that's, that's behind the scenes thing. I still like the TV show. But anyway, <laughs> so... Ricochet, this is the most truth-telling moment in the entire promo. Let me take a drink. Okay. Ricochet says, you know, I wanted to challenge you to a match, but now that I look at your stupid face, all I want to do is hurt you. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. He is us. He is everyone watching, everybody in that crowd. No one likes this guy. And not because he's a heel, because he's terrible. So... The idiot guy says, mm, we're not going to have a match. This isn't going to work. And Ricochet jumps and springboards to the floor. An idiot says, and idiot says, that's great, brother. Whoa, brother? Really? He pretends to leave. Then he tries to sucker punch Ricochet, but Ricochet counters and takes out the garbage. So hits him with the sliced bread, leaves him laying there. Good. Good. But yes, that's going to be a SummerSlam match for yeah, those of you of who haven't figured that out yet. But of course, everyone has. Tonight, it's going to be Maxine Dupree's graduation from Alpha Academy. Mm. Oh, boy. If you guess that this segment's going to be nothing, you win. Yeah, I did guess. <clears throat> Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark in a match they advertised from last week. And my notes say with Trash Stratus. <laughs> was that a typo? Or was it an autocorrect? Or did I write that? We'll never know. I know the answer. It's a match. Zoe tries to cheat. The ref sees it. And then there's a Trish distraction. Not a trash distraction. Roll up. Zoe steals a win. So, okay. Zoe needs the win. So that's yeah. good. And it, you know, cheating. It doesn't even matter. Backstage, Seth Rollins is with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Owens, here's his plan. Owens says, listen, I know I get angry and everything, but I have a plan. So we're going to win tonight. Here's how we're going to do it. Punch faces, yeah. Smash heads, yeah. Break noses. And they all agree. They're like, yes, that's perfect. Okay. All right. Already in the ring, Gable and Otis are at the podium, ready for the graduation. Maxine comes out to graduate. But I like how they play the the Randy Savage grand graduation music when they're at the podium. But when Maxine comes out to graduate, they play her theme right. song. But what that's you know, that's how it works, right? She reminds us that she used to think Gable was hideous and she hated him, mm-hmm. but now he's a friend. It sure did seem like there was going to be a turn here. And the crowd chants, you deserve it. What? She deserves what? To graduate. Oh, okay. 
She thanks Gable, but says, but if not for Otis, none of this would have been possible. So I really have to thank him. She thanks the crowd for accepting her and helping her become a star. None of this sounds like a face to me. Then Otis strips and then they do the Attitude Era spot where they tell Maxine to strip and take her robe off. And then they put on Alpha Academy jackets and they're like, here's yours, Maxine. This is the last one jacket you're ever going to have to wear. (laughs) Ew. Um, The Vikings then interrupt and they come out with their shields. And you know that's never a good sign because usually somebody gets hurt. But nobody's going to get hurt this week because Valhalla attacks Maxine from behind and steals the jacket. And that's it. That's it. Oh, my God. But we'll find out why they brought the shields out later. Backstage, Shayna fights a ghost, and she's winning, not the ghost. That's good. Shayna versus already in the ring, Emma. I guessed who would be already in the ring based on my knowledge of who's on the Raw roster and which who's the biggest jobber heel. And the answer was Emma. Yeah. Because there's a lot of jobber females on the Raw roster. They're almost all faces. So there's that. Earlier today, Shayna plays with cards because she's the queen of spades, you see. Mm. And Emma comes in and Shayna basically says, I'll beat you up in the ring. Uh, I also predicted this. The crowd is dead for this match. Shayna says, who wants a souvenir? But she has a mouth guard in. So it sounds like, who wants a souvenir? (laughs) Which I'm not joking about that either. Shayna wins in like a minute. Ronda comes out. But now the crowd reacts. And that's not good because Ronda's supposed to be putting over Shayna while Ronda leaves the company for maybe permanently. And no one cares about Shayna. So that's not good. They fight and Ronda stands tall and they play Ronda's music like she's the face and the crowd is like, are she the face? I don't know. It's confusing. Yep. Especially because Shayna attacked her own partner in a tag title match. Yes. Seems like the heel. Yes. Not the heel. Wow. Cody's walking. So Cody comes out to the ring. He says, these aren't my wrestling goals or the career goals. These are my life goals that WWE, the story about me finishing the story. That's real. He says, Brock Lesnar, everybody has a Brock. Brock Lesnar is like crippling anxiety. And I want to match with Brock at SummerSlam. And then he does his go home line and it's so stupid. Oh my God, it's bad. And I wonder if it's a mistake or it's a, a correction. Because he goes, I don't want to be the prince. I want to be, and he stops himself and you think, he can't say king because that's Triple H. So, and it also sounds like a heel. So what is he going to say? He goes, next in line. Okay, hold on. (laughs) That's the prince, you idiot. (laughs) Next in line is the prince. He's next in line. What? So that was totally messed up. (laughs) And then Idiot Graves about that SummerSlam match goes, I hope it happens. He might as well rub his hands together and get all excited. I, I'm so sick. They need to stop that. They need to stop that. I hope it happens. Stuff. Okay, no disqualification match that I totally forgot was booked last week. Miz against Champa or Champa, as they now say. When did that happen? When did it change? I have no idea. Because now, it was somewhere in NXT where Champa started calling himself Champa. Isn't that your real name? How did you change the pronunciation of to be champion? I thought it was because it sounds like champ. Yeah. Yeah. So guess what? They fight outside the ring before the match. Oh my god! Copy paste. (sighs) 
Grave starts screaming constant play by play. And I still don't know why. <laughs> like he thought Patrick was too slow or that he wouldn't know the move names. The crowd chants tables. They've been chanting for tables since the beginning of the match. Patrick goes, chairs, tables. The WWE Universe wants it all. Nope. No, they don't. They just want the tables. Yes. Uh, Graves calls a trash can lid a trash can. That's the flattest trash can I've ever seen. Doesn't hold that much. They have used all kinds of weapons. They've used the chairs. They've used the tables. They've used whatever. Patrick, all of a sudden, says this no disqualification match is about to get extreme. <laughs> what? Why? Just because they're on now? the top rope. Why now is it yeah. going to get extreme? <sighs> I, does he? Does he? Has he seen like a video clip of ECW and he just thinks I don't know. Chompy does an air raid crash through a table. It gets the pop of the night. No, not the spot got the pop of the night. No, not the match. No, not Chompa. The table gets the <laughs> pop of the night. I can't make this up. The table, everybody, is more over in Buffalo than these two wrestlers ever would be. Yeah. Bronson Reed shows up and kills Chompy, hits him with a tsunami, Miz covers him and pins him and wins. And they're like, oh, yeah, Miz has hired Bronson Reed as an assassin before. Copy paste. They're like, how do we get Miz the win here? So now, remember we thought, well, they said two months ago that it was going to be DIY against Sammy and Kevin Mm -hmm. for the tag titles at SummerSlam somehow. They were going to do a number one contenders match and they were going to win as the way or whatever with Ciampa added. Well, sure looks like that's not happening now. Great. So now we go to the announce table and some dumb idiot behind Graves and between Graves and Patrick, some idiot in the crowd does a stupid dance and puts up the loser L on her head. An <laughs> adult did this. <sighs> Backstage, Raquel and Liv exist. Team Karen walks in, and then they're going to have a match, and Raquel and Liv are going to go watch. And then Rhea walks in and emphasizes division, like instead of multiplication. Again, like <laughs> it's these little things that just really bother me because it's just so easy and to, to make it seem difficult. Chelsea says, three strikes and you're out. Basketball. So that was funny. <laughs> and then Rhea scares the heels away because nobody really wants to mess with her. And, uh... Yeah, but Raquel does. So that's so we're teasing Raquel and Rhea for a title match at SummerSlam, which means the tag titles will not be on the line. Unless Or they won't be champions. Unless Team Karen is getting the titles next week. Right. So we'll see. Raquel and Liv come out to like I said to watch the match yet again, just like last week. It's Chelsea and Racist Sonia against Party Girl Central of Katana and Caden. It's a two minute match. The heels put their feet on the ropes and the heels win. As soon as they do this, I see the ref is making eye contact with the cheating. Graves obviously sees this too because immediately he tries to cover it up. And he says, no, the ref couldn't see from her vantage point. They do. He says, and then they're like, let's see a different camera angle from the ref's point of view. You could clearly yeah. see. It was even worse. Of, it was worse. You could see that she could, to- maybe she couldn't see Sonya holding down the feet. But she could see Chelsea's feet on the ropes yes. very clearly. So that was really bad. So whatever. Team Karen, for some reason, are booked like 
like superheroes where they ran the heels ran the gauntlet last week uh, to be fair cheated like yeah. five times but then this week win again so clearly if they could just use the ropes they're gonna win yeah this but anyway backstage drew and riddle talk and it's annoying riddle has a match i didn't understand this maybe i missed something riddle has a match against gunter next week non-title mm-hmm. and drew is did Drew say something like, maybe don't have the match because I won't be here? Yes. Is that what he said? Yes. So why, first of all, why is he going to be there? I don't know. He said he has other WWE business to, okay. to attend. Right. So it's probably Make-A-Wish stuff yeah. or Special Olympics stuff. But, so are the Special Olympics next week? Is I that no why? Idea. That could be. I don't know though. I actually have no idea. He probably already did that. Um, excuse me, burp, but it sounds to me like Riddle's going to get beat up. Yeah. Real bad. So, not sure why we're getting a rematch other than copy-paste. Didn't we just have a match where Gunter squashed Riddle at the pay-per-view? Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was a lopsided match. Oh, and then Riddle says, don't worry, something about Gio Vinci. And Drew goes, it's Giovanni, but whatever. (laughs) Gio Vinci. It's pretty good. Seth Rollins comes out, and here we go, almost at the main event next week. Here's the lineup for Raw. Brock is here. Okay. Vikings, Viking rules match with the Vikings against Alpha Academy. At least this time, uh, Maxine isn't in the match. Mm-hmm. But that's why they brought the shields out. Last time they used the shields in a New Day segment, people started getting hurt. So oh, let's that's not, right. Let's be careful this time. Uh, Raquel and Liv against the Karens for the titles. And I'm mad because autocorrect put an apostrophe in there. Karen's. Karen is. And Riddle versus Gunter with Imperium barred from ringside and Drew McIntyre at some Special Olympics thing. So, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Looks like another must miss raw to me, but that's fine. Uh, Actually, seeing Gunter beat up Riddle again is good. Mm -hmm. Why does everybody call him Gunther? Because that's how it's spelled. But that sounds like you're like from the South and you can't read. And you're like... Gunther, what's that? Did I just insult the South? They like their guns. Mm. <gasps> That's it. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I'm sorry, South. There's some good, good, good people in the South that listen to the show. The rest of them, you're dead to me. You're probably racist. Okay. Did I say that? Yes, I did. Main event. It's Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn against Priest, Balor, and Dom and Dirty Dom. Probably no one on earth saw this match because they went to sleep. So I'll tell you what happened. It's a miscommunication between Priest and Balor. Again, Balor gets bumped to the floor. But then Balor saves Priest from losing the match. Then we get, we thought, that satellite DDT to, from Ricky Starks to <laughs> Hardcore Hobbs, Hardcore Hobbler, was the funniest thing of the week. Oh no. Please, everyone, direct your attention to this match. Watch part of this match because... Whatever happens here, <laughs> Balor goes for a sling blade and Rollins is supposed to counter it. But instead, Balor thinks they're going to do the sling blade. So he tries to go through with it and they fall, both fall backwards and do a slow motion somersault over each other. I can't even describe it any better than that because I, I, I can't even tell what was going on, but it was in absolutely Rollins slow Rollins does motion. like a headstand on... They yeah, are it's a- ridiculous. <laughs> It is the most ridiculous sling blade botch I've ever seen in my life. Please go watch that. Cheating in this match, of course. 
Um, Judgment Day wins, and Balor pins Sami Zayn, so they should get a title shot, like I said, and that's probably your SummerSlam match. Um, Balor and Priest are pals, so I would guess it's everybody in this match is against each other at SummerSlam, so I guess it's Rollins against Balor 2, or 3, depending on how you look at it, and Owens and Sami against Dominic and Priest. I would think that those are the matches for SummerSlam, so... But at the end, Balor and Priest decide that they're friends again for now. For now. And that's your Raw. So there you have it. Dog's having dreams now. Yeah, it's little puppy dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's your Raw. That was your Raw. And Larry says he'll be back next week, but I'm saying I don't think so. That's just what, what I think. I could be wrong. So I will not be here. Well, you will not even be in the state. I will not. So, but I will. So I'm going to do the show no matter what. Okay. Um, if Larry's really not back, um, I have uh, Humna Mahama, who is glad to be on the show. We're glad to have him. Happy to be on the show. If Larry can't make it. So much overtime. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But regardless of all those things, I believe that's our show. Everybody, don't forget to go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Become a patron. If everyone that listens to the show just did the $5 a month to get all the con- like extra content we do, that's like the only thing you're missing out on is the $10 time machine and the crate basket stuff. But just 5 bucks, which is nothing per month to you. But if everyone did that, we would be like set for life. We would be just, we would be like, what's that called? Um, uh, would I be able to quit my soul-sucking job? Yes. Yep. We'd be able to just do, just watch wrestling full time. Oh, wait, I already do that and don't get paid for it very much. Help me get not paid pennies on the dollar anymore. That's what I can say. Patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. Give enough, Larry will get paid too. Not this week because he's not even here. No, he has to actually show up. But he has to actually show up. So, But it would save Larry from overtime. So save lives by going to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. The life you Um, save could be your own. It could be. But that's our show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.